Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 238 on the White Dragon Podcast Network, recorded live on April the 5th, 2022. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am joined as always by my good buddy, Peter Mandel. Hey, Kev. Hey, Pete. What's going on? Uh, not much. Uh, I am overloaded by news because we got a lot of news. I like that. Yeah. Talking Disney. News. All right. Uh, folks, we are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. And we want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Pete. Kevin. Here we are back again. Another all news week. I like news. Yep. I do have some good news, though. My schedule has just freed up uh, quite a bit. Um you know, I've made po- some positive moves at work, but it also, it, it's basically like the ideal situation where it's like more money, but less like responsibility. Okay. And less time commitment. So I'm hoping that we will not have to take long breaks anymore because of my oh, work. Oh, that'd schedule. be nice. It would be very now, nice. Now, let me, let me ask you quickly. You just said that you do have some good news. Does that mean all the rest of the news is bad? Um, no, no, we have quite a lot of good news this week, I, I would say. I would say the majority of it is good news. I don't even know if there's any bad news in here. See, that's the kind of show I like. Yeah, this is a very positive show this week. We're not going to be talking about Genie Plus or Bob Cheapick or any of that stuff. We're going to be nice. We're going to be focusing in on all the good things that people can experience in Walt Disney World. We're not going to focus on things like out of control crowd levels or, 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 right. you know, non-existent park pass reservations. None of that is going to be focused on this week. But those are things that are happening right now, just to, to, to let you know. Uh, okay, so the news brought to you, as always, by our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation for you at no additional cost to you, our good buddy, Stone Cold Dave Weikert. I thought you were going to play a clip there of like Dave like chiming in. We need like a, like a soundboard with like Dave Cuts. That would be awesome. I would love That'd that. Be a great idea, right? I would have to figure out how to hook up a soundboard, though, so that you could hear it, too. Ah, I could just hear it later yeah. in post. <laughs> You'd have to listen to the show for that to happen. I'd, I'd have to start listening. It'd right. be great. Yep. Um, uh, and that's, you're going to go on the most magical vacation you've ever been on. And that's the bottom line, because Dave Wackard of Magical Travel said so. Pop open a couple of Dave Weisers and, you know. Wrestling fans are loving the the Stone Cold Dave Weikert stuff. I know you oh, are, but well, that doesn't mean I don't love it. I just I don't, you know, you don't fully get it. it, right? Right, because you are not a Stone Cold Steve Austin guy. No, no. All right, uh, you know, one thing. Uh, one of our one of our listeners messaged to say that like they went down a rabbit hole of like Sergeant Slaughter's Iraqi like turncoat character after our discussion okay. of it last time. And oh, I was like, "Oh, funny. good for you! You're you're finding some classic, you know, offensive wrestling." <laughs> <laughs> Attention, maggots! Um, 
Okay, worldwide news. Character meet and greets are fully returning this month. I'm sure you've seen this. It's been all over yep. everything. Yep. So I, I am so psyched for this. Me uh, too. Di- Disney has confirmed that character meet and greets will return to pre-pandemic conditions starting on April 18th, 2022. So just a little over a week and a half away. The removal of physical distancing at character meet and greets will come to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, and Aulani. Not all locations will be available immediately, but Disney anticipates reopening in phases throughout the spring and early summer. Although most of Walt Disney World's character meet and greet locations have returned, physical distancing has currently kept guests uh, located behind a barrier unable to make any contact. So character meet and greets have been physically distanced at Walt Disney World since the parks reopened from COVID-19 closure in mid-2020. The return of pre-COVID meet and greets marks another significant milestone for Disney's domestic U.S. theme parks as they continue to return to normal. So this is great. This is this is like one of the last like real like like pandemic level things that were still kind of bumming people out. It makes me feel good moving forward. Right. And you know what? It's also something that it's like, if you are comfortable with it, then awesome. And you have it back. If you are not comfortable with it, you know, you can just do a character meet and greet and stand back a little bit, or you could just not do the character meet and greet. Totally. So it's it's not like dropping something that's going to make people feel uncomfortable. But I think that, you know, it's 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 a positive move. And, you know, clearly the actors equity union had to be okay with it because I believe a lot of the face characters are equity. Oh, yeah, they have to be, right? Yeah, equity performers. Disney Plus subscribers are getting a hotel discount this summer. Okay. Disney's released a new Disney Plus subscriber discount offer for hotel stays March through September 30th of 2022. With this later, with this latest offer, Disney subscribers can save up to 25% on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels for stays most nights starting July 8th through September 30th, 2022. That's really interesting. That is interesting. 25% is also a pretty hefty like discount on a hotel room. It, it is, yes. Like, when you're talking about a $1,000 hotel stay, you know, a 25% discount is 250 bucks. It is weird, because I can't imagine anybody going to Disney World. Like, I'm this into it that I'm going to take a vacation to Disney World. Who doesn't have Disney Plus? I know that I mean, that was my first thought too. I'm just like, well, everyone's getting a 25. percent I don't. I I know very few people in this world who aren't Disney people that don't have Disney Plus, right? Because a lot of the Disney Plus shows, and this is exactly what you want as a streaming service, have kind of become pop culture like phenomenons now. Yeah, yeah, it's all water cooler stuff. Yeah. So, uh, two new solar energy arrays are coming to Walt Disney World. The resort's available solar energy will more than double with two new solar arrays coming in 2023. The two new 75 megawatt arrays will be located in Gilcrest County and Polk County on over 1,000 total acres, enabling Disney to generate solar power without depending on sunny skies in solely one area. With this expansion, Disney will become one of the largest commercial consumers of solar in the state as the company moves toward delivering its 2030 goal of achieving net zero emissions. When operational, Walt Disney World will be powered by 40% solar energy. Both arrays are expected to be online by early 2023. Combined, they will introduce nearly a half million solar panels capable of producing over 375,000 megawatt hours of carbon-free solar energy in their first full year of operation. This is the equivalent of removing 29,500 automobiles from the roads every year. So that, okay. you know me, you know I love renewable energy. I do too. Yeah, and, and I think that Disney, like, 
I, I mean, look, at the end of the day, Disney is like, look how great we're being for the environment, but they're also being like, look how much money we're saving. <laughs> so, you know, it works on multiple fold. levels. Because, you know, while solar panels, folks, are an, in, are an initial investment, uh, you know, that, that can be kind of hefty over the long term. So, I mean, like, if you've got a house and you know you're going to be there for 30 years, you know, you, you're going to save a ton of money with solar panels over the long term. Uh, despite that initial investment. So look look at me preaching about renewable energy. Uh, right. New 50th anniversary uh, collectible Coke bottles are coming to Walt Disney World. Did you see this? No. Yeah. Walt Disney World and Coca-Cola have released five unique co-branded collectible bottles that are available exclusively at the resort during the 50th anniversary celebration. Sold at locations throughout each of the four Walt Disney World theme parks, four different bottles feature each of the four park icons with their own unique iridescent color on the labels, plus a fifth bottle with a special gold label. The bottles are shaped like the bottles sold at the bottles that were sold at Walt Disney World when it opened in 1971. So they're shaped like the old glass bottles. Okay. Okay. Though I'm pretty sure when Walt Disney World opened in 1971, they were using Pepsi products, weren't they? Huh, that I don't know. I'm pretty sure I remember that bit of information because we talked about how weird it was to think of having Pepsi at, at Disney World. Yeah. Well, maybe they mean, uh, you know, what Coke was using in, in 1971. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I get that. So now I'm only seeing regular Coke for these bottles. I'm not seeing a Diet Coke bottle, which is really bothering me, or a Coke Zero bottle. Or a Sprite Zero bottle. Oh, I love Sprite Zero. Sprite Zero is my favorite. Sprite Zero is good stuff, man. Um, all right. So, um, yeah, Sprite Zero, but Coke Zero, I've been really been enjoying my Coke Zero lately. Or Coke Zero, like cherry. Okay. Really enjoying it. Now, is this something that you would do? Like, would you collect these bottles and just like never no. open them? Nope. No, not a fan of things like this. If we learned anything in 1999 from the massive pepsi episode one premiums okay the amount of people who have come into my store with all the cans still i'm like no and i'm (laughs) sure there's people out there who want it but no how dare you get out nope you're making a specific collectible product they're making a zillion of them i love whenever i'm in the store there when when people come in and try to sell you things that are worthless (laughs) because it happens all the time I buy stuff all the time, but a lot of people just bring in stuff that's, you know. It is you don't understand. Is. I've got the death of Superman here with uh, the black bag the and the armband. <laughs> How much is that worth right now? A, like a pristine I would, death of Superman. I don't know. I'd say in theory, it's maybe 20 bucks, but it's it's not a matter of its value. It's a matter of finding some new Clex comics who doesn't have that. Right. That's also true. Very true. They made so many of them. We all have it. Like, time's over. Do you so. think, though, that, like, you know, from your professional opinion as a comic book store owner, do you think anything released after, like, the mid-90s is ever going to be worth anything? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, post-COVID, though, the world has changed so huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's tons of comics, I mean, specifically, that are, that you, you think know, will be oh, worth listen, That'll be like worth a lot of money, like in the future. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, look at Doctor Strange coming out, right? Who's mm-hmm. in Doctor Strange? America Chavez. When did she come out? A couple of years ago. First America Chavez is, is 
a sought after book. Oh, okay. what's Disney Plus putting out right now? Oh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel came out a couple of years ago. Those books are are hot books. Okay, that, that's so. Yeah, 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 yeah. That world's changed a lot, actually. Okay, that's interesting to hear. But I mean, you like, wait till, you wait till Miles and, and give you like when 90s. Miles Morales what hits when Miles Morales hits like the big screen. Mm-hmm. I don't mean you know Spider Verse. I mean like hits like the movies. Yeah, those the Miles Morales books are going to go through the roof. Oh yeah, the Ultimate Spider-Man books. I mean, they already are, but I mean, even more so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Disney has announced the return of the minivan service. Saw this. Now I was surprised about this because you know they sold all the minivans. Yes, I've seen people like out uh, around town driving these. Maybe they didn't sell all. Of them. Yeah, well, so it's returning this summer. No further details are yet available, including pricing availability or a start date, but the minivan service came to a halt alongside the shutdown of the parks in 2020 due to the COVID pandemic and did not return with the subsequent reopening. Much of the minivan fleet has been sold off, but a number of SUVs remain in storage at the Epcot parking lot. So, you know how, like, we say stuff on the show and then, like, later that day, like, Disney releases new news (laughs) that completely negates what we said? It's one of our favorite things. Right. Uh, so last uh, last show, we were talking about how, um, you know, you still needed to wear masks on the Skyliner. Uh, masks are no longer required on the Walt Disney World Skyliner. Wow. <laughs> Pretty You're sure welcome. this news dropped like the day we like released the episode. Yep. Uh, that has been effective since March 16th, 2022, uh, which was, you know, the day our last episode dropped. Masks were no longer uh, required for fully vaccinated guests on the Disney Skyliner. The change in policy comes as Disney continues to relax its COVID protocols. The last major update to Disney World's mask rules was on February 17th, 2022, when masks were no longer required inside attractions and shops. With this latest change, fully vaccinated guests are now only required to wear masks on the monorail system and buses. Guests who are not fully vaccinated are required to wear masks at all indoor locations during, including enclosed transportation. So the only places you still have to wear a mask, folks, are the monorail and the buses. Now, I'm sure that later today it will be announced that you no longer have to do that, but we'll see. All right, ready to move on to resort news? We got a surprising amount of resort news this week. Okay. Uh, Disney's All-Star Sports Resort has officially reopened, marking the full return of all Walt Disney World resorts. This was the last okay. one. They had uh, Minnie Mouse, Mickey Mouse, and Goofy dressed in athletic gear, joining the Disney cast members at All-Star Sports um, to commemorate the hotel's March 31st reopening. The All-Star Sports Hotel was the final Disney Resort Hotel to reopen during the phase reopening at Walt Disney World. For the first time since March 2020, all of Walt Disney World's resort hotels are now open to guests. And according to Disney, approximately 70,000 cast members have been welcomed back in a variety of roles during this period. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. In uh, resort dining news, the Hoop-dee-doo musical review is returning on June 23rd, 2022 at Pioneer Hall in Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. This made me very happy to hear. Yeah, I know. I know you love Hoop-dee-doo. I just, you know, what? I just, honestly, like a show of that stature that's run that long. Oh, yeah. It would have been sad if this fell by the wayside. Yeah, well, hold on to that thought, (laughs) because we've got another piece of news coming in a bit. That's Uh, So according to Disney, the show will return with some changes since its opening day almost 50 years ago. 
This fan favorite show has continued to surprise and delight our guests, and as Disney grows, we look for new ways to evaluate and enhance our classic experiences. Hoopty Doo will return with a few updates to its script and scenery while staying true to the treasured experience the whole family can enjoy, with the hilarious high spirited entertainment that it's been known for all these years. Uh, so, the uh, Hoopty Doo will once again offer guests a rousing Wild West performance, singing zany vaudeville comedy with lots of laughs and a countrified feast full of fried chicken smoked barbecue ribs a variety of savory sides and of course the famous strawberry shortcake which how do you like that strawberry shortcake it's okay all right reservations open for hoopty doo on may 26 2022 great to see a long-standing dinner show like this return it's really as you said it's really sad when one of those doesn't come back right or when they yep. close. This just in, uh, Disney Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show and Luau at Disney's Polynesian Resort has closed permanently. Not sad to see this go. No? You didn't like this? No. You know, I'm sad because I didn't get to go to it. Like, my family went nope. in 2003, and I pretended to be sick. Um, so even then, you didn't want to go. Yeah, I didn't want to go, and I wish I had. No, this, this is something that either needs to be dramatically redone or just just gone i i I mean yeah it's probably for the best yeah uh so according to uh tiki man's unofficial polynesian resort page the cast members have been notified that the show will not be returning the show closed along with walt disney world started the pandemic in early 2020 although not confirmed by disney the expectation is that the land occupied by the luau cove will be used for a long rumored dvc building which we'll get to in a second Disney's Spirit of Aloha Dinner Show showcased traditions from Polynesia, including dances from Tahiti, Samoa, Tonga, New Zealand, and Hawaii. Accompanying the show was a tropical feast feast featuring platters of Aloha pulled pork, Polynesian ribs, roasted chicken, and ending with the pineapple guava cake. Depending on the selected seating category, prices ranged from $66 to $78, and it opened along with Walt Disney World and the Polynesian Village Resort on October 1st, 1971. So you did not. What did you not like about this? I don't. I didn't. I don't know if I really liked anything about it. You didn't like the food. You didn't like the show. Yeah, you didn't like the nothing fire. stood out to me. Nothing stood out. Yeah, wasn't wasn't a huge fan. All right. Well, in in uh, similar news, uh, Disney has officially announced that a new DVC tower is coming to the Polynesian Village Resort, which I'm assuming is going to just take over that space because it was a pretty big space. Right. Uh, the new tower will be built on the site of the former Spirit of Aloha uh, with a planned opening in 2024. This is the press release. It's no secret that our members and guests love the monorail resorts at Walt Disney World, said Bill Dickerson, senior vice president and general manager of Disney Vacation Club. Expanding our Disney Vacation Club offerings at the Polynesian would give our members and guests yet another incredible option for staying close to the magic while making vacation memories that last a lifetime. This was inspired by early concepts for Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. So the Imagineers of today are honoring the past while furthering the resort story with this innovative addition. The proposed vacation ownership property would complement the existing resort and evoke the spirit of the Pacific Islands. Since 2015, Disney's Polynesian Villas and Bungalows has been a favorite resort destination, offering an island paradise in the middle of the magic, which we all know. We all love the Polynesian. It's great. It's one of the best. So, you know, more DVC. Because because you wanted less dining shows. Yes, because you wanted less dining shows and more expensive hotel rooms. <laughs> Walt Disney More World hotel is, rooms you'll never stay in. Walt Disney World is proud to announce our most expensive hotel rooms yet. Uh, 
So, um, no water park news or Disney Spring news. Before we get into the park news, I think it might be time for a commercial break. Right? Like, I like a good commercial break. We only take one. We're not like one of those yeah. shows that like stops the show five or six times in the middle to like, you know, you know, this is Stone Cold Steve Austin and I'm here to talk about Alpha Brand. Like, you know, like just in the middle of the thing, like the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. I just wanted an excuse to do my Steve Austin voice again. Right. It's a pretty good one. It's one of my best. All right. We'll take a quick commercial break here from our wonderful sponsors, and we'll be back with more Two Men in the Mouse after this. You know, Pete, it's hard work planning a Disney vacation. Of course. Your whole family has to get going. You got to pack everything up. You got to figure out where you're eating. You got to figure out where you're staying. But you know what makes life so much easier makes your trip planning a more fun experience? Tell me. That sounds like something I need. Absolutely. You need a travel agent. Do we know one of those? We absolutely do. We know our good friend and sponsor, Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men and the Mouse, folks. We've both used him. Yes, we have. Dave Weikert plans our Disney vacations all the time, and we would not recommend him if we didn't use his services ourselves. Dave started his Cranford-based business here in 2008, and in that time, has been planning hundreds of Walt Disney World vacations. Dave plans every trip as if it was his own, and you will never find someone more passionate about Disney. Very easy to work with, and will do his best to make sure you're satisfied. Working with Dave, you're likely to pay less and get more. And what's better than that, Peter Mandel? Tell me. You never pay a charge for Dave's services. It is 100% free. Dave will plan your entire trip for no additional cost to you. That sounds awesome. Absolutely. Dave has helped over 875 families enjoy their Disney vacations. A graduate of the College of Disney Knowledge, Dave has visited every Disney World resort and has personally stayed at 12 Disney World resorts. He's dined also at every Disney restaurant. He's crazy about Disney food. That is an accomplishment. Absolutely. I wish I could say I did that. That's like, that. A, like the snack challenge times 10. Yep. Dave also gives you Disney dollars for land packages and shipboard credits for any Disney cruise line vacations you might be going. Uh, this can be used as cash at any Disney destination or store. Traveling with kids in your party, Dave will also provide you autograph books for all your kids. He gave them to us? Absolutely. Your kids went down with Dave Weicker autograph books. Of course. Well, Disney autograph books supplied by Dave Weicker. Depends how his name on Dave simplifies your life by booking your complete vacation, including resort stay, airlines, Disney meal plans, and park passes. Also, checks daily for new discounts. When specials are announced, he immediately checks availability and rebooks your vacation at the lowest possible price. Dave can also book all your Disney dining and will do his best to get hard-to-book reservations like Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. It's really, truly a no-brainer. Folks, take the stress out of your life. Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, the official travel agent of Two Men in the Mouse. If you and your family are taking a trip to the Orlando area this year, your little ones deserve to stroll in style. Lugging a stroller from home can be an annoying and frustrating part of the first leg of your journey, and renting those hard plastic strollers from Disney theme parks can be both costly and uncomfortable for your kids. Well, I'm here to tell you about the solution to your child transport problems, and that's Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers is a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. Not only is it less expensive than renting a stroller from the theme parks themselves, but these are padded luxury models with features like drink holders, canopies, storage baskets, and more. What's more, 
you keep this stroller with you for your entire trip. Whereas park rented strollers, you gotta return them before you leave the park that day. This is gonna make those late night post-fireworks bus stop queues so much easier, and Dad's shoulders are gonna thank you for it. So, how does it work? You just go to kingdomstrollers.com and make your selection on the stroller or crib that's right for your child. Just let the good folks over there know a great time for delivery and pickup and where you'll be staying. You can pick your stroller or crib up from the luggage stand at your resort and then drop them back off there at the end of your stay. So pack light, leave your stroller at home, and save up to a whopping 50% versus park price stroller rentals when you visit kingdomstrollers.com. Hey listeners, this is Mark Daniel, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. And we're back with more Two Men and the Mouse action. All right, Peter Mandel, are you ready to talk about park news? I sure am. Because we've got a whole lot of it. Um, the only one uh, we don't have news for is Hollywood Studios, but we more than make up for it in Epcot news because that's where we're going to be spending the majority of our time. But before we get to there, we got to go to Magic Kingdom news with with a piece of um, uh, news that I was very, very excited to see. The Walt Disney World Railroad Tunnel construction has begun over at Tron's Light Cycle. Okay. I really, I got to tell you something. The train was something that I never really did very much, but I've missed it for the years that it's been gone. I get that. And I think when it comes back, I'm going to start doing it more. Though you I, know, the- I, I will tell you, I used to do it. Like, let's say like I was, I remember one time I got off Splash Mountain and I was dead tired and it was time to leave. And I had been there all day and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the train to Main Street. And I did, and it was wonderful. Yeah, sometimes it comes in handy as transportation. Yeah. Yeah. So the Tron Light Cycle Run construction site at Magic Kingdom continues to be very active as efforts continue to wrap up the exterior. Work is continuing on the new tunnel that will allow the Walt Disney World Railroad to pass through the area. Cutouts in the tunnel wall suggest that riders aboard the train will have a view onto portions of Tron as they pass through the tunnel. That's really interesting. Work is also continuing on the canopy structure with more of the plastic covering being installed over the steel frames. So it sounds almost like the Walt Disney World Railroad is going to have like a people mover-esque journey through Tron here. I mean, it makes sense. It does make sense. I didn't think they wouldn't do that. Do you think Tron is 2023? Yes. I, I think so, right? Probably maybe around this time or like or like May of 2023. We've got like yeah. another solid year of construction to go. Um, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be done before that, but you don't think it hits around holiday time? Like it, a hundred percent could. It's possible. Just judging by the construction, I, I do think it's possible. I just don't know. I feel like Disney likes to sell their rides, not literally, although now they do now. But I mean, so you have Guardians. Right. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to give it some space in between. I don't know. Right. I guess we'll find out. It does well, look when like did, they when are. When did Ratatouille open? It doesn't feel mm. that, uh, that long ago. It was within the last year. Yeah, but Ratatouille's not. Despite their efforts to make it seem like this is like an e-ticket attraction. Right. It is not. All right. I'll give you that. All right. Epcot News. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind has an opening date announced. This is exciting. What? Right. No. I can't. Yeah. 
Oh, are you wearing a Canada shirt right now? I am. Yeah. I really appreciate that support. Right? Yeah, I feel like it was for me. So represent, eh? Is there is there like a character on it, or is it just Canada? Yeah, it's like a Mickey on it. Oh, I can't see that far down. Oh, I just see it says Canada on the on the chest. Yeah. So, oh, that's awesome. Where'd you? When yeah. did you get that? Uh, recently at the Disney store. At the huh. lone Disney store left. Oh, really? It was at the Disney store. It wasn't even at Epcot. Yeah. Well, I think it's actually an Epcot shirt. But the Disney store by me gets a lot of like uh, park stuff. Oh, okay. There's so much Canada merch that I want at uh, Northwest Traders. Right. So I always walk by it, but I never really go full, you know. They've been having, so it comes back periodically. It is probably the thing I want the most in the world from Disney right now. It is a black and red Canada Pavilion hockey jersey with Mickey on the front. That I've seen. A silhouette of Mickey. I want it so badly. And like when it's there, I'm like, uh, do I really have an extra 70 bucks to blow right now? And when it's not there, I'm like, I've got 70 bucks in my pocket. I'm going to go buy this thing. And it's not there. Right. So I want this hockey. Like this was made for me. It's my colors. It's, you know, it's my wrestling colors. It's Mickey. It's Epcot. It's it's Canada. It's hockey. Like it is the perfect kev like accessory i i want it desperately one day the stars will align yes and you will get it yes all right so disney has made the memorial day weekend opening has made memorial day weekend the opening day for guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind Epcot's new $450 million Guardians of the Galaxy themed roller coaster will officially have its opening on Friday, May 27th, 2022. Uh, the Memorial Day weekend opening does not come as a surprise since a high ranking Disney executive let that cat out of the bag via social media following a test ride last month. Memorial Day is typically Disney's start of the summer season, with many of the schools in Florida beginning summer vacation at the end of May. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind was initially planned to open in spring of 2021, before the start of Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary celebrations. The COVID-19 shutdown um, and subsequent cost control measures that Disney imposed delayed the project, but it will now serve as Disney's headline attraction to market for the summer and remainder of 2022. Wow, it's here. It's almost here. I'm excited about it. I'm very excited about it. I think this looks absolutely incredible. Uh, I I think that it's going to be truly amazing. I think the queue is going to be awesome. I think the ride is going to be awesome. I, I just I'm really looking forward to it. I think this is going to push uh, my boundary of enjoyable ride. Because you're not a roller coaster guy. Right. But it's not like it's going to go upside down or anything. No, I know. But like, I don't like I don't like Everest, you know? Yeah, I get you on that. You know, it's I would funny, be fine you know, with Everest if it wasn't for that initial climb. I saw, um, so Everest, I think the height restriction is 44. Okay. And Big Thunder, which I love, the height restriction is 40. <clears throat> so this one, I was waiting for them to announce the height restriction. It's 42. Interesting. So it's so somewhere is this between gonna be... Big Thunder and... Yep. And, and and Everest. Okay. But now what about um Slinky Dog? Is that forty two or forty or forty four? I don't know. That's a great question. I'm gonna look it up right now. You look it up. I right don't love now. Slinky Dog, but So my my issue with Everest is that initial slow climb up the mountain uh-huh. where you could ju- where it's you're just very slow and you can really kind of drink in how high up you are. 
and see all of Orlando yeah. spread out before you. I do not like that. Slinky Dog is 38. Oh, interesting. Slinky Dog is shorter than... See, to me, I always felt that um, Slinky Dog felt um, more wild than uh, than Big Thunder. Yes, I agree with you on that. Maybe it's maybe it's because Big Thunder only has a lap one single lap bar, and that's uh, also true. You know, and Slinky Dog actually has like a, a unit that like keeps you in place. Right, that would make more sense. All right, so details have been announced for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind previews. Now, this is what everybody really wants to know. Disney has confirmed that there will be cast member previews ahead of the May twenty seventh official debut. The cast-exclusive previews will begin in April, followed by cast member previews with friends and family in May. Media previews are expected during a multi-day event in the first week of May to be quickly followed by Club 33 members. Disney has also confirmed that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind previews will be held for annual pass holders and DVC members, in addition to the previously announced cast members and Club 33 members. Today, uh, there was an email sent out yesterday that uh, does not provide specific dates for any of the pass holder previews, but it says to be on the lookout for a registration email coming soon. So that is expected to drop any time now. I've been hawking my, um, you know, my email account every single day. Or, or not every single It only happened yesterday. So I've been hawking it since then, just kind of waiting for that email to drop so that I can try to get into the preview. That's exciting. I mean, look... At the end of the day, I was talking to a friend about this uh, yesterday, and um, we, uh, you know, she said to me like, "Oh, you know, I hope I can get into this preview." And I'm thinking to myself, you know, I got into the preview for uh, Pandora, I got into the preview for Galaxy's Edge, I got in Rise of the Resistance, and like, you know, and Ratatouille. Like, I should feasibly be able to get this one too, but. I feel like as the years go on, Disney people have less and less chill, and everything becomes a fight. I get it. I, I think it's just kind of a post-COVID, everyone's back in full force type thing. Yeah, yeah. I really hope that this eventually evens out, because the crowds have been out of control. The Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Galaxarium has been previewed by Imagineers. Imagineer Zach Ridley has taken to Instagram to explain more about the Galaxarium, the first scene at Epcot's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It is a planetarium-like exhibit where the attraction begins and offers a 30-minute long show in the queue area, including some nods to Epcot's history. 30-minute long show? Hmm. You know what? I think this is like it, it said in the queue, so this is like your entertainment while you're waiting. Yeah, is it like a 30-minute show, like kind of like the show that's before dinosaur like when you're with the big fossils yeah i think I, that's repeats. what this sounds like to me because right. just looking at the pictures this is definitely the queue right um you know i just i i really don't need you know after flight of passage i never need a long boring pre-show Agreed. ever again like that is just the worst dude like the worst like you've just waited in line for like two hours to go on this ride and then you have to sit there while this mouth breather gapes at you Oh, you've all got space lice. Oh, <laughs> don't worry. We can get rid of them with these puffs of air. And you'll uh, fly. Who thought that was a good idea? I don't think it's a bad idea once. Although I shouldn't say even the first time I was like, oh, it's pretty long. It's pretty long and boring. And then like yeah. sometimes if like the if like the ride, something's going on with the ride, he literally just like bounces in the middle of it. Like something like beeps on his console, and he's like, "Uh, hold on a second. And then he leaves, 
And there's just nothing for a couple minutes. And then he comes back and he keeps doing more. And, he's, he's uh, the and, you know, and then you go into the other room and you get fake Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, that bums me out. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So uh, Zach Ridley said, as you may have seen earlier this week, we we're able to invite a small group of guests to Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Epcot for a sneak peek of the Galaxarium inside the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. This is our first scene where the story of Epcot and the story of Xandar come together and sets us up for our grand adventure. It has been incredible to see the space go truly from sketch to reality over the past several years. Walking this breathtaking space is a reminder of the hard work and passion our team of Imagineers have devoted to bring this one of a kind experience to Epcot. Uh, building off the legacy of Epcot as a place where discovery and curiosity comes to life, the Galaxarium is a planetarium-like exhibition where guests will first be introduced to Xandar and the many similarities we share with our Xandarian visitors. This over 30-minute show begins to touch on both planets and how the Xandarian galaxy, the Andromeda galaxy, is similar to our own, showcasing the real science behind the formation of galaxies and solar systems. As you make your way through the Galaxarium, you'll be able to glimpse the Xandar Gallery ahead, where we'll learn more about Xandar and its people, protectors, and heroes. The space is really dynamic, organized around a radial grid where guests rise an entire level, with sinuous ramping allowing you to take... the in the media on the dome above from many vantage points. The lighting and architectural elements echo the color and aesthetic of Xandar and give a great mood to our first act of this attraction. I cannot wait for guests to experience the space for themselves and all that awaits beyond, including some wonderful nods to Epcot history that I know our favorite Epcot fans will enjoy. Um, so what do you think this means? Do you think like Ellen's going to be in it? No, I saw some things from the pre-show, like there's an Epcot mug in it, right? Okay. I mean, what if Bill Nye the Science Guy shows up? That'd be pretty cool. Unlikely, but cool. Like, there's like a Zandarian like like equivalent to Bill Nye the Science Guy, right? His name like totally rhymes with that. Exactly. I can't think of okay. it right now, but like it it would be like you know, Shill Rye, the 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 the, the Zandar guy or something. I don't know. Right, but, right. But yeah, um, that would be really cool to have him in there, especially because he does the dinosaur one also. It's kind of similar. Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, very excited for this. But now, uh, by the way, how long do you, do you think this gets the virtual queue treatment for a long time when it opens? Or do you think they immediately are going to be like, no, uh, you know, this has to get Genie Plus so that we can charge people for it? Oh, man. In my head, I want to say they charge from the get go. Okay, so so you don't think it gets a virtual queue or do you think it gets a virtual queue with the ability to buy your way onto it? I guess that is definitely a possibility. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think it gets the virtual queue with the ability to buy your way onto it because, like, with the virtual queue, like, you know at 7.01 a.m. that you're not getting on this ride today. It's true, but... So then purchases would be gone by, like, 9 every day. Right, but that's probably... Like, every day. I know, but do you think people would, like, lose their minds? People are absolutely going to lose their minds. Like the backlash might be strong on that. Yes. All right. So Disney has announced the dates for the 2022 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Are you ready for this? Okay. Uh, this year's event, it started three weeks ago and it'll end in two years. No. Uh, <laughs> this year's event begins July 14th and runs through November 19th which is the same length as last year's festival. They didn't they didn't make it longer this year. But so that means cuz uh Flower and Garden ends on July 4th. 
so that means we have a 10 day there's only a 10 day period now in the summer with no festival remember it used to be all of june and july with no festival yep and part of august i'm okay though with epcot being the festival park i'm i'm fine with that i mean i enjoy the festival it's one of the reasons i go to epcot now like just to like do all the stuff and get prizes and things like the the scavenger hunts more than 25 global marketplaces will be located throughout epcot returning favorites will include the swanky saucy swine which was like my favorite last year apple seed orchard hops and barley earth eats hosted by impossible and shimmering sips hosted by corksicle Disney has not released many details, but we do also know that the Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak Scavenger Hunt will be returning along with Emile's Fromage Montage. You know, I know Remy is like the big thing and it's he's the mascot of this, but I really always get sad that it's not the Swedish chef. Uh, yeah, he's an international chef. I know he's got human hands. Yes, I love his human hands. Um, all right, so breakfast offerings are coming to Food and Wine this year. That's pretty interesting. Okay, I like that. La Isla Fresca, which is an outdoor kitchen at Epcot, will be serving breakfast daily from 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Part mm. of the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. Oh, I'm sorry, this is for... Uh, this is... I'm sorry, I think I wrote this down wrong. It's part of the Flower and Garden Festival. La Isla Fresca is located between Morocco and France in World Showcase. The breakfast menu is available until 1030 when the kiosk then returns to its regular Flower and Garden Festival menu. Sorry about that. Epcot has moved to 830 a.m. openings in recent weeks or as early as 8 a.m. for Disney Resort Hotel guests. The early start for Epcot is currently scheduled through at least April 16th, 2022, and will likely be extended further into the year. Kind of weird to have to like walk through World Showcase when it's just completely not open. Yeah. So the breakfast menu includes arepas with egg and cheese and arepas with chorizo egg and cheese. I had the arepas at this booth. Was it good? It was all right. Okay. That's not sure it's something I ever need to do again. It's, um, you know, I had the cheese arepas and, you know, cornmeal. It's whatever. I, I'm not really a huge arepas fan, I guess. Okay. And, you know, I thought because it was like Encanto themed last for the last festival, it might have healed all of my wounds, but it did not. Yeah, bummer. So uh, they also have a tropical breeze, which is lemonade, grapefruit juice and simple syrup. A dulce de leche cocoa coffee served hot, sweet coffee. It's, it's served hot. It is a sweet coffee beverage and a tropical breeze, which is lemonade, grapefruit juice, simple syrup with Don Q limon rum. If you need to get your breakfast buzz on. The Connections Cafe flooring has drawn from the original Epcot design. This is really neat. Imagineer Zach Ridley, he, this guy's all over the place. All over. Has shared, he's like the new, um, uh, what's his face? I've already forgotten his name because he's, uh, Joe Rody. Yeah, okay. okay. He's like the new Joe Rody, except probably not with gauges in his ears that make his no. earlobes hang down past his neck. <laughs> Um, he has shared some new images of the flooring at Epcot's upcoming Connections Cafe and Eatery. In two posts on Instagram, he showed how some of the early plans for the Florida project have served as inspiration for intricate flooring designs in the Connections Cafe. Uh, he said, drawing inspiration from Walt's Florida Project Master Plan, Imagineers designed a flooring inlay for the Connections Eatery at Epcot, which would infuse the original DNA of the resort into this new location within World Celebration. One of my favorite details is the intersection of I-4 and US-192 highways represented by the orange lines which cut across the map. 
Line works showing original ideas for Epcot, Magic Kingdom, and other recreational amenities reflect the diversity and scale that has always been the guiding vision for Walt Disney World. That's so cool. That is pretty cool. And I'm looking and like, yeah, it's 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 pretty neat the the flooring here. Uh, he also gave a sneak peek at another flooring design that uses the original plans for Epcot as the inspiration, with that original like circle design. Yep. Talking about the process of translating these plans into a finished floor, Zach said, These designs are created with a sustainable biopolymer material, which is 3D printed to provide an intricate template. That line work is then laid out by skilled craftspeople to create inlays in the poured flooring material, with the final design revealed through rounds of sanding and buffing where classic and cutting-edge technologies meet. The Connections Cafe and Eatery, including the new Epcot Starbucks, will be opening this spring. Have you seen the menu for Connections Cafe? No, I haven't looked at that yet. It's a lot of different burgers, and I'm actually really excited. There's also a bun me sandwich, which I really like. Is it like a bunch of burgers that are all the same except for like one thing? Um, you know what? Let me find it real quick. Okay, I pulled this up on Disney Food Blog. So we've got a French bistro burger, which is a gourmet beef blend, caramelized onions, bacon, brie, mushrooms, Dijon mayonnaise, and toasted brioche bun. That okay. sounds really good. An American classic burger, which is a gourmet beef blend, lettuce, pickle, tomato, cheddar, roasted garlic spread, and a toasted bun. A hand-breaded chicken sandwich with house-made pickles, signature sauce, and a toasted brioche bun. A Southwestern burger, which is gourmet beef blend, roasted corn chipotle salsa, oaxaca cheese crema, chamoy, guacamole spread, and a toasted bun. Then you have the bun me burger, which is miso-marinated gourmet beef blend, pickled vegetables, sriracha mayo on a soft sub roll. And the Mediterranean burger, which is gourmet beef blend, shredded lettuce, pickled vegetable, and feta relish, jugue mayonnaise, and house-made Donner bread. You can also get a meatball pizza, a five-cheese pizza, or a pepperoni pizza, a General Tso's chicken salad, a um, Nicoise-style salad. I don't know. Why do they name these things like this? And a curry spice pizza, which is a plant-based offering. Sides include... Coleslaw, Mediterranean side salad, French fries, and Mandarin oranges. Uh, the kids' menu includes a grilled chicken bao bun and a cheeseburger. Also includes a uh, chicken breast nugget basket and a five-cheese pizza. For dessert, you can get a uh, brioche dough waffle with pearl sugar, strawberries, whipped cream, and chocolate sauce. There are also shakes, an apple pie gelato shake, which sounds amazing, a mango coconut milkshake. And then, of course, you've got your regular beverages, hot beverages, the normal stuff, tea, coffee, hot cocoa. Uh, there will be a number of beers there, some wines, and a specialty cocktail, which is a cucumber and Thai basil cooler. Uh, there are also a number of, um, you know, you can also order things with allergy friendly and gluten wheat allergy friendly and stuff like that. So that is the menu there. What do you think? I mean, it sounds like it's worth a try. Honestly, this sounds better than the uh, electric umbrella menu. Yeah, but just not as cool. I, I really want to try the bun me burger because I like bun me. Um, my girlfriend introduced me to that. They're like, have you ever had bun me before? Of course. Yeah, I, I was about to explain to you what it was, but then I was like, I'm, I'm about to bun me explain to Pete. He already knows what it is. Um, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's it's so, so good. Um, I didn't even know it existed until, you know, I met my girlfriend and she introduced me to all these different foods. Okay. Flooring. We did that. Now it's time to talk about cultural representatives returning to World Showcase. Did you see this? 
Yes, thank God. I am so excited. So excited. I'll, I'll get more into it in a second. Disney's cultural representative program will make a return to Walt Disney World in August of 2022 after more than a two-year-long pause due to COVID. Disney said today the cultural representative program will return in phases and begin welcoming the first new participants this August. Participants from select countries whose program was shortened, canceled, or waitlisted in 2020, as well as those who had an offer and not yet arrived, are currently being contacted for the first opportunity to reapply. During the phased reintroduction, initial recruitment will start in Germany, Norway, Italy, France, UK, and Canada for World Showcase at Epcot. Additional countries will be added once they clear travel restrictions and or have CDC-authorized vaccine availability. Um, I'm looking here. So Germany, Norway, Italy, France, UK, and Canada. So no Japan yet, no China, um, no Morocco. And I think that might be it. Uh, and no Mexico. Okay. Uh, all right. The cultural representative program provides cast members that work at the pavilions of Epcot's World Showcase. Since Epcot's reopening in summer of 2020, the World Showcase pavilions have been staffed by local cast members dressed in standard costumes. I've hated that. I. What else could they do, though? I know, but when you go when you go into Mitsukoshi Department Store and you're being checked out by Joe from Montana. I know, but what, uh, what was your that or the store closes? I, I look. I'm I'm not saying they shouldn't have done it, but I'm just saying I've hated it. A new pathway is now opened in Epcot. Okay. So the new walkway opened uh, at Epcot, allowing guests to once again walk through the center of the park from the main entrance. The walkway goes um, alongside Spaceship Earth, past guest relations, and in front of the upcoming Connections Cafe and Creation Shop. Taking this new path allows guests to get up close with one of the five entrances to Connections Cafe, which opens this spring. And the temporary backstage uh, bypass area behind guest relations and along the side of Guardians of the Galaxy is now closed. So here you go. You can walk through the center of Epcot again. That's well, exciting. That's yeah. I really hated having to, like, go left or right and, like, you know, swing around. It's It was like being in a whole. You're just so familiar with going certain ways. Mm-hmm. It was like you were in a whole new park at times, a construction filled park. But, right. you know, and to be honest, it's like I have almost forgotten what it felt like to walk through the center of Epcot. It's been a while. It's been it's been so long. And I mean, it's going to be longer, obviously. When do you think they'll be like done? Construction seems to be moving along at a breakneck pace now, but it does. I still think you got a while to go. I think we got at least a year to be honest with you. Oh, absolutely. At least a year. So the temporary Starbucks Travelers Cafe and World Showcase will be closing this spring. Uh, it has the opening Connections Cafe and World Showcase means that there will also be a Starbucks uh, building that will have a new permanent home and the temporary building near the Canada Pavilion will close. The Starbucks Travelers Cafe opened in 2019 and replaced the now demolished Fountain View, which was our original Starbucks in Epcot because God forbid we don't have a Starbucks in a theme park. You have to. You got to have Joffrey's is what you need. Epcot's only got the Epcot's got the Joffrey's outside the the park. But I don't think, do they have one inside? They have to. I'm like going through. Oh, yeah, no, there's a couple of them in, in Future World. Or the the area formerly known as Future World, the World Celebration now or World. What's what's this, the space side called again? I don't even remember. 
World Connection, World... Na- neighborhoods? I don't know. It's one of the neighborhoods. They have a Joffrey's back there. But yeah, I do not like to get Starbucks at Disney World. I'm, I only ever get it when somebody I'm with is like, hey, I want Starbucks. Or if I'm like, I want yeah. a, a, you know, a cheese Danish. Their scones are delightful. I just don't like their coffee. If I'm getting coffee, I gotta go to, I gotta go to Joffrey's. Right. Treasures of Xandar is coming to Epcot. This will be the, um, the theme park, uh, or the, the, uh, gift shop associated with Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. Very excited. Yes. And guess who is previewing it for us? Imagineer Zach Ridley. Oh, there you go. He's back. He's revealed the name of the merchandise location uh, as Treasures of Xandar. I probably could have guessed that it would have been called Treasures of Xandar. It will be the home of the gift shop uh, at the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. Along with the photo of the Treasures of Xandar signage, Zach also said on Instagram, I think Zach should have a voice since he's popping up so much. (sighs) What do you think? Do you think you can figure out what his voice actually sounds like? No, it's got to be one of the voices that I already do. Oh, okay. Like, should he be Kermit? Should he be, like, Steve Austin, Macho Man Randy Savage, Doofenshmirtz? Like, you know, know. what? 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 what is Zach Ridley going to sound like in our world? I mean, I always want Doofenshmirtz, but I feel like, you know, he Zach Ridley pops up so much. I know. He might, All right. you know. All right. No, no, I got to give the people what they want. In this case, the people means you, because you're the only one that I can hear right now. <clears throat> oh, man. Like, my, my throat is, like, scared. <laughs> this store is operated by the broker a proud zandarian who's been awarded the contract and brought part of his famous store here to epcot some of the merchandise pays tribute to zandar and items acquired throughout the galaxy and of course some items celebrate the heroes of zandar the guardians of the galaxy the broker also shared the following with our wdi team recently okay now the broker needs a voice right I got through the Doofenshmirtz part, though. Yeah, that wasn't bad. You liked that? Yeah. I'm feeling okay. Well, I don't want to get time. arrogant now, though. Right. All right, so maybe uh, maybe, maybe the broker is the Macho Man Randy Savage. Maybe that's where he went. He didn't die. He just went home to Xandar. Okay. I am so delighted to bring my wares to the wonders of Xandar Pavilion. Yeah. As a proud Xandarian, it gives me great pleasure to represent my planet to you Terrans and allow you to bring home a small bit of Xandar from my shop. Yeah, treasures of Xandar. I only hope that it brings our two cultures that much closer together. Yeah. The yes were 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 added by me. Right. You know, if he is the Macho Man Randy Savage, do you think they'd sell Slim Jims in the shop? Probably not. I'm sure that's expired. That uh, no, li- that licensing deal. It's actually not. I was in Target what? the other day, and there were still like like Slim Jim things with Macho Man Randy Savage on them. Did you check the expiration date? I did. They were they were new, and okay. they, like his voice, like they still have his voice on the commercials and stuff. All right then. So you know his his wife, I guess, is getting a paycheck. Good well, for her. Good. I like that. Uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom news. Well, now my voice is done. I'm, I I I flew See? too close to the sun, Peter Mandel, and now my wings have have melted. I just got to get through Animal Kingdom. Are you ready? Yep. <clears throat> Animal Kingdom is going to be celebrating Earth Day 
from April 18th to the 24th with a couple of offerings through the park. A special Disney character cruise will take to the Discovery River, which you can view from the bridges of Discovery Island. <clears throat> Wilderness Explorer fans can participate in a limited time activity to earn an Earth Day nature badge. Beginning April 2nd, you can also view a new uh, sand sculpture celebrating Disney nature's polar bear. The new film will stream only on Disney Plus on Earth Day. Finally, a limited edition Earth Day 2022 trading pin will be available for purchase along with some limited time cupcakes, including a honeybee cake at Restaurantosaurus and Creature Comforts and a strawberry flavored flamingo cupcake at Pizzafari and Flame Tree Barbecue. Specialty beverages include the sea turtle, a frozen blend of blue raspberries and lemonade topped with a wave of cotton candy. Rehearsals are also underway for Finding Nemo the Musical. Now, this is exciting to me. Okay. Rehearsals are now underway for the new version of Finding Nemo the Musical Returning to Animal Kingdom in 2022 called Finding Nemo the Big Blue and Beyond. According to social media posts from two of the show's performers, rehearsals began in March 21st, 2022 and are expected to last for the next month or two. Man, I really I really did overdid it, didn't it, I? It was it was a mistake. <laughs> mistake oh, oh that was also a mistake this timeline would suggest the new show will debut for the start of the summer season around memorial day weekend at the end of may opening in 2022 the new show will be set in the timeline of finding dory fan favorite songs from finding nemo the musical will return including the big blue world and go with the flow when you take a seat in the theater, you'll find yourself at the Marine Life Institute. As the show begins, we catch up with the fish from Dr. P. Sherman's office in Finding Nemo who have made their way across the ocean to California. They tell the story of Nemo and how they all got there. The original Finding Nemo the musical, which debuted in 2007 at Disney's Animal Kingdom, has not reopened since the park resumed operations in mid-2020. And are you excited for this? Do you like Finding Nemo the musical? I saw it once. I thought it was okay. I don't know how I feel about it now being a Finding Dory <clears throat> musical. I don't mind that. I, maybe if it's going to like do both. Right. I don't know. It says it's set during the time period of Finding Dory, and you're at the Marine Life Institute, but they're telling the story of Nemo and how they all got there. Right. Maybe it won't be too... Uh, I'd be really sad if Just Keep Swimming is gone. It, I doubt it. That's like their big... No, know, the big song is Big Blue World and Go With The Flow, which are, oh, which are yeah. confirmed to be back. So, a new baby rhino has now... <coughs> oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> you all right? Yeah. I'm okay. Ugh. A new baby rhino has now debuted on the safari. Four-month-old Logan has now made his debut on Kilimanjaro Safari Savannah this past week, joining siblings Ranger Milo. Joining siblings Ranger and Milo, uh, Logan is now on the Disney's Animal Kingdom attraction. Born November 3rd, 2021, Logan is the third rhino to debut on the Harambe Wildlife Reserve in the past 13 months. Ranger marked the first white rhino birth at Walt Disney World Resort in five years in October 2020, with Milo joining the cr the crash in September 2021, because a group of rhinos is called a crash, Pete. I know. So now you Logan is there, and I have heard through the grapevine that Logan is the best in the world at what he does, bub. I see what you did there. I did. I did it. All right, and that's the news this week. There's a lot a, of news. There's a lot of news, and I, I I ruined my voice for the day. Yeah, you're shot now. You're ruined. I hope you don't have any conference calls. To... Yeah, no, I do not. Um, I do not, thankfully. Uh, okay, so um, real quick before we go, uh, you mentioned to me that you saw Morbius last night. 
I did see Morbius last night. Tell me your opinion on it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's but, terrible. Yeah, no, but, I knew but, it was I, but I liked it. People hate it. Like, I don't know. Some of these movies can be bad and they're still okay. I, I thought it was tolerable. Was it, was it like Venom like, where it's like horrible but still somewhat enjoyable? It's better than Venom 2. Venom 2 is hard to watch. Both Venom movies are hard to watch. They're both terrible. I thought the first one was kind of okay. Ugh. Well, anyway, you know, did you hear that Jared Leto with like what the director said about Jared Leto the last couple of days? No, what he say? So apparently, you know how Jared Leto is a method actor? Uh-huh. And in the beginning of the movie, he has to walk on the crutches because he's crippled. Right. Well, apparently Jared Leto showed up to the set every day on crutches and would only walk around the set on crutches and left the set on crutches. So when he would like leave to like go to the, like a bathroom break, it would take like an hour because he had to crutch his way over there <laughs> without using his legs. So then That's they were true. like, all right, look, if he's going to do this, we have to speed this thing along. So we're going to have a wheelchair for him that we're going to wheel him around the set in. And apparently there were these PAs that like literally had to like wheel him into the bathroom and put him on the toilet. Oh, it's so funny. Now, could you imagine being a production assistant in Hollywood <laughs> and you have to put Jared Leto on the toilet knowing full well that he could stand up and get on the toilet if he yeah. wants? <laughs> I would be like, what is my life right now? Oh, it's so funny. Uh, <clears throat> apparently, like all the vulture stuff that was in the trailer that, that got that got moved or or completely omitted was originally this movie was supposed to release between uh far from home and uh no way home or you know right so, so i guess they had to reshuffle it, but even that would have made no sense the post credit scenes are the worst yes i know what they are most ill-conceived post credit scenes i've ever seen in my life yeah every everybody universally is like oh man that was bad yeah it's pretty bad all to make this Sinister Six movie that nobody wants. I mean, now this movie has bombed. The Craven the Hunter yes. movie is going to bomb. Yes. Do you think we ever get this Sinister Six movie? Do you think Sony is going to be yes. so determined to get this yep. out? Sure. I just, like, how many of these movies need to bomb? It it doesn't matter as long as they own the Spider-Man license and Spider-Man is still a, a huge seller. Yeah, but if they start losing money on these movies... They're not really going to lose money on them. Yeah. Uh, okay. And, you know, a couple people have asked me to uh, inquire at the end of the show. What did you think of Moon Knight? I like Moon Knight. I loved Moon Knight. I thought the first like episode was really interesting. I'm looking forward to episode two tomorrow. Uh, I, I mean, like, not really a, a lot to say about it because, you know, like, we haven't seen too much, but it was an interesting Yeah, really you know, uh, it's funny. In in my world, a lot of people are mad because this isn't exactly accurate to Moon Knight. But you got to keep in mind, Moon Knight is a character who just constantly pretty much has failed series as far yeah. as comics go. There's no, like, 400-issue run of Moon Knight because eventually people just kind of fall off. So they're always trying to reinvent them. They're always trying to add more, like you know, craziness to it. Like, Mm. so really what they're doing here is they're just taking, you know, things that they like from the books and, and creating this character. I think it seems fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what I don't need. And I'm judging this just from the first episode. They changed Miss Marvel's like entire power set. Well, they have to, that's for a reason. Yeah. Um, I don't like just from the first episode that it appears that Conchu has a personality. Yeah. I don't need Conchu to be Venom. 
Yeah, it felt very Venom, didn't it? It's extremely Venom. Conchu is an Egyptian god, and he's like, all oh, the idiots in control, or whatever he mm-hmm. says. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I feel like this should be just a little bit more, you know. A little, uh, a little more subtle. Yeah. But, uh, again, you know, not something I'm super hung up on, just, you know, initial it, note. It was just really interesting to me that they released a Moon Knight episode where, like, you did, you only see Moon Knight for, like, 10 seconds at the end. Well, sure. So why, in this case, did Marvel or Disney Plus release one episode when in the past we're doing multiples? Mm. Because there's so much in this one episode, they don't need to put out two. I agree. Yes. I, don't, I didn't dislike that. I'm just saying yeah. I thought it was I thought it was strange of them. Uh, yeah, now, I, that, I, now that we're getting two episodes of Obi-Wan on day one, which Yeah, well the first episode of Obi-Wan is I think a little slow. So Yeah, that would make that's sense. That's why you were getting that. That would make sense. <clears throat> and the first two really go together. So Yeah, I, I I that I would assume so. Um But the um yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see where Moon Knight goes. The, you know what I really appreciated about it was that it didn't have a lot of ha- it didn't have any ham-fisted references to the MCU in it. No, like I thought yeah. when they were like, um, oh well, you know, like they were like naming people like like oh the the, the Egyptian goddess would have killed Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin. I thought they were going to be like and the Red Skull or so, like something like something to like that would have been the easy time to inject some MCU into it, right. But, you know, look, I'm not going to complain about that. I know it exists in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, I don't need them to talk to me about it every 10 seconds. And, you know, I think they learned a lesson with the Eternals. With that horrible, like, so who do you think's going to be the leader of the Avengers now? Yeah, the Eternals failed on every level. It, when it really came did. To... It was a wretched movie. It's, it's pretty bad. Uh, that is, like, the first MCU movie that's come out. Uh you know, on home video that I've been like, I don't need to watch that again. I've put it on here at the shop and I still find it, you know, boring tough. and long. Yeah. It should have been a series. I say it all the time. I know, it shouldn't have, should have never happened. Should just never happened. Not every character needs a show or, you know, that was just their regret over tanking the inhumans who are really what they wanted to build on. Yeah. Well, but now they can do mutants. So, yeah. And you know what? I think you're going to get a lot of like mutant series on Disney Plus going forward. Once the X-Men debut, I think you'll get an Excalibur, you'll get an X-Force, you know, you'll get you'll you'll get those like series on Disney Plus. Uh, it's possible. <clears throat> I just love that they can do more things with the MCU now thanks to streaming. Yes. It's funny. It's it how the philosophies for marvel and star wars are the polar opposite yeah like marvel we get all these shows as just like additional stuff to the main events which are the movies Mm -hmm. and unfortunately where star wars is that these are the main events which stinks don't get me wrong obi-wan's gonna be a 10 but you know coming off of something like boba fett you're like oh this is where star wars is now yes so uh, all right, my friend. That, that about does it for this week. Anything you want to add? I, I do have to. I got to put in one uh, Hollywood Studios news. Oh. Did you see the Cal Kestis lightsaber was released? Yes. I think that looks amazing. 
really really cool like i love fallen order i just replayed it and i'm really honestly considering getting this light i don't have any lightsabers and i'm considering getting this one yeah my my buddy joe picked me up a couple so he's sending them to me this week um can't figure out how i want to display it i really like the broken ends yeah but you know putting them together to form the oh you could put two together yes yeah interesting yeah. Well, then you need three. You put two together, and then you have one with the broken you know, end. I get that, but I'm not someone that displays Maul. I shouldn't say that, because you know what? I have both versions of Maul. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I could justify having three, but it's a possibility. Um, I really like the box that it comes in. Is the box different? It's just like a really cool box. Like I've never like... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's is the that what most of them come, come in? Because I've never bought yeah. one before. Yeah, they all have that that gray box with the different logo on the front. Oh, cool. Okay, yeah, I yeah. liked that. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I I I'm very excited. I really want more Calcastus. I want I want another game like or have him pop up on Disney Plus. I think you're gonna get it. Yeah, here's hoping. I mean, they leave that. You know, the game leaves off with that. Like, okay, so where to now? Like, right. But then again, you run into the problem of like, okay, well then, where was Calcastus during the rebellion? <laughs> like. The same problem that you have with all of these Jedi that they keep introducing. Yeah, yeah. right. So, all right. Well, uh, all right. Uh, anything else? No, that was my only bit news that all I cared right. about. Well, then, uh, that's going to do for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are planning on doing a draft for our next episode. We're going to be trying to build the perfect Walt Disney World quick service restaurant, and then you guys get to vote on who has the better eatery. So uh, we are always excited for these draft episodes. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, it's a fun little challenge. Yeah, they're yeah. always my favorite. Uh, okay, so, folks, if you love our good buddy Peter Mandel, check him out over at Rogue Comics at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or go to roguecomics.com where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. If you're planning a trip to Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise, Adventures by Disney, any Disney resort throughout the known world, check out our buddy Dave Weikert of Magical Travel, who will plan your Disney vacation at no additional cost to you. And if you're renting a Cribber Stroller in the Orlando area, check out our friends at Kingdom Strollers, who will rent you the Cribber Stroller of your dreams and deliver it right to your Disney resort. And folks, for me, my books are currently on sale. The Rossinanti series, uh, Winters of Elnora, Birth of the Dark Angel, all available in uh, paperback, ebook, and uh, audible uh, audiobook. I've also got my two new books, The Haunting of Jonas Estate, which is available in all three formats and my new book fading light which just came out last month it is an emp survival in a powerless world uh you can find all of those on amazon but i do write those under a pen name as vincent valentine v-a-l-e-n-t-e-a-n so uh you can find those there and uh and you know please the morning monster youtube channel i know we haven't updated in a while but please give it a subscribe check out some of the videos if you haven't seen them yet we are planning a new format for them so uh hopefully you'll see some more of that coming soon all right pete that does it for this week any closing words no let's do it again soon let's draft next week i'm very excited i like that please folks uh keep the magic alive every day of your lives we will see you next week on two men and the mouse So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Just a dream away If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time. 
and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us.